Hi, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, and that's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. This is Mike Semper Baby from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Yeah. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the wrestler, the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. Wow. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get Welcome to One Nation Radio, and now here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the sixth annual One Nation Radio Awards. James, what's going on? Bro, we've been doing this for six years. This is our sixth award show. Uh, you know I'm saying, like, we've done six award shows, so that means we've been doing, yeah. like, the award show for six years now? Yep. God. Amazing. Yeah. About to die soon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just couldn't, I just did not know. Yeah, man. Um, so, everyone, this is our annual uh, One Nation Radio Awards show. Uh, this will be essentially the second half of the Fuck Out of Here draft and then One Nation Radio Awards show. That will end the year for One Nation Radio. It is December 31st as we do this, and we actually need to uh, go ahead and get started right away. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so... Showed up to Rich's because we do this at Rich's uh, Rich's crib, and um, apparently he got me a gift. And um, I'm, I'm assuming it falls in the tradition of uh, me and Rich's exchanges over the years during Christmas time, where we basically troll each other. We don't actually get each other's gifts. We just are just assholes. <laughs> so, uh, well, with further, without further ado, I guess I'm gonna open this thing up. So, all right. All right. It's it's clothing. I have an idea what this might be. I wonder. Let's see. Oh, oh, he taped it. Yeah. Oh, man, you know. this man making it extra. He's extra with it. Okay. <laughs> okay, he actually got me a real gift. He got me a Johnny Gargano t-shirt. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I thought you were going to come out here and get me like an Alexa Bliss shirt. Or, oh, shit. Um, or a modern name Maharaja shirt. Oh, man. Or, uh, let's see, what else would I... I, I wouldn't even help them out, ironically. I thought, <laughs> I thought maybe you might have like been funny because, uh, you know, Black Panther uh, comes out and like... Uh, like, that actually like, would have been a better like, idea. Like, going to come out and give me the dashiki or whatever. I ain't know. Look, this works. I'm fine. Yeah. You know wrestling? Yep. I'm down with it. Yep. Appreciate that. For sure. Got to make sure uh, WrestleMania weekend, you know, you walk around, you got to gotta show up uh, dressed right way. Oh, you, you know? Dress like a mark? <laughs> like <Hey>. a mark. <laughs> when, I come, when I come through your city, no, I look like a, look like, no, I look like a target. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. All right, so, All right, so let's get it. Let's get it popping. Um, so our first award uh, is the Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year. This takes into account the overall package of a professional wrestler who has been the most standout performer in the year. This this goes wrestling, talking, the style, the swag, like the, everything you bring, you know, to the business essentially. And we believe we have uh, five nominees that represent that. So I'll go through it now. Uh, we have AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, K-1, 
Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and the Usos. So, James, where are you leaning on I mean, this one? I mean, for me, it's, it's AJ Styles. Um, if you had told me, if you had asked me how this was going to go about three months ago, I, I would I would have said Strowman. But he caught him, and then they, they, they screwed over Strowman. And, like, it ain't the same. Like, he's still over, but it ain't the same. Like, maybe they can figure out some way to fix this or, or get it back to where it was where he was, like, at towards um, no mercy. But, like, we're past peak Strowman already, it seems. Um, and they still kind of doing cool stuff or whatever else, but he's just beating up gigs right now. Just been buying time. But, uh... But AJ Styles, if if he had said after the first quarter of the year they, or up to WrestleMania, we just said AJ Styles wrestler of the year. Um, he kind of got lost when they re- when they completely uh, butchered uh, SmackDown, which we'll get to later. But it was but after um, but pretty much once they got past the summer, they went right back. They kind of gave the ball right back to AJ after SummerSlam, and you see what he's done with it. He's done a lot of great work. He's done a lot of good. He's done a lot of things for a lot of guys, especially on, the, especially for guys that only show up on the other brand. So now I just um, want to say a couple yeah. things about some other guys before I reveal my selection. So why not Roman Reigns? So Reigns has had an awesome year on in the ring. He's had an awesome year. Like you know, he's been getting better on the microphone. The reason I would say he will not win is you cannot blow the WrestleMania main event that badly. And I know a lot of it wasn't his fault because, you know, it, you know he had to wrestle the Undertaker, whatever. Um, I, I wouldn't even, I mean, for me, I wouldn't even say that. Um, but, yeah, I, I just saw it as we're, we're going to get into when we're looking through, like, best matches of the year. And, like, AJ Styles everywhere on this list. On the, like, we were doing the cut down list to go, cut down from, like, whatever number to get to uh, six or five or seven. Yep. Like we, AJ Styles, everyone's plastered everywhere on it. Like the, the, be, the best, like his top matches are better than, than, than Roman's top matches were this year. Right. And I feel like, um, for, for all the opportunities that Roman is given, like he hasn't, for all the wind aid he has, he hasn't distanced himself, you know, from the pack enough. Yeah. He's still not as over as his push. Yeah. Um, the Usos, I believe they might be the first team we've ever nominated, um, you know, for Wrestler of the Year. Do you think that, like, we should retroactively go back and, like, rejudge the Shield? Do you think we screwed the Shield in retrospect now? What do you mean? Like, because I don't think back in the, I don't think, like, 2014 or, um, or 2013 that we were doing Wrestlers of the Year or whatever. I don't think we ever considered them because we were just like, oh, that's a stable. Aside. Like we, were, we we definitely didn't do it like where we put like Rollins. And well, they Reigns. wouldn't have won. Well, true. But we still never <laughs> even like nominated them. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Um, but for me, it's AJ Styles as well. I wrote a column uh, the end of November, and it was literally asking the question: oh, Has yeah, AJ right. Styles caught Braun Strowman? And at that point, that's and right. what Styles has done since then, like on TV and just being the stabilizing force for SmackDown and being the guy that's really the the people's champion, the actual guy that's <laughs> over, that's actually selling the merch. I was listening to JD from NY206. Roman Reigns right now is not a top 15 merch seller in WWE. Really? So why the fuck do we keep getting him is shoved up our asses? Yes, as at this moment right now. Top like, 15? He's not top 15 Where at the moment. Where did he get this from? I think he was reading it off the website. 
like uh, hard or yeah, he he was reading some some information, whatever. But is it, it wait? Was it like merch in general, total merch, or was it like just one particular shirt? I think it was a deal where you know how Rusev has the number one shirt right now. Yeah. He's, he's the highest merch seller. Yeah. Like that list or whatever. Reigns doesn't have a single item on it. Well, what? Well, when's the last time you seen him wear a shirt that was a Roman Reigns shirt? Yeah, that's true. And like, I think the shield was somewhere in the top ten, but that's the shield. Yeah, that's true. I mean, eh, I guess. Like, I kind of find that to be. If he told me overall merch, like he's not a top fifteen, like I, I, I'm really hard pressed to believe that. But like, I mean, there is saying something to be like. Well, maybe you should, you know, get him out of the same gear that he's been wearing for the last 15 years. <laughs> 15 years, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. S- since 2014 when he broke solo. Like, yeah. Um, how many and, times are you going to believe that on a t-shirt? <laughs> right. Right. In and, black. And I think Owens, like, has, you know, some consideration here, but he just falls short um, at the very top uh, of the uh, match scale, I yeah. feel like. Um, I can't, like, honestly, I think... Aside from Royal Rumble, this this year in particular, aside from Royal Rumble, where else does he have like the standout like great match this year? Like I thought, it, I like I like this Jericho match, but it wasn't like it's not a match of your candidate. It's right. one of the better matches of the year, but it's not a match right. of your candidate. So um, our Ric Flair, our 2017 Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year, back to back, AJ Styles. Yeah. So. Um, then our Shawn Michaels in-ring performer of the year. This is strictly um, judged on in-ring performance. Um, who's who's had the best like pay-per-view matches consistently, along with you know great TV matches. Um, and this one is really close, really loaded category. Uh, we're you know so our to our nominees, AJ Styles once again, yeah. <laughs> Neville, The New Day, Roman Reigns. In the Usos, that's a tough category. Is this is the first time that like Roman that uh, Kevin Owens has been on the main roster where he wasn't like in ring performer of the year candidate. It might be. It's, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, that's kind of where you're like. I, I can't even say that he's like fell off or taken a step back as much as it is like because his storyline stuff is still like top notch. Like even though you know you can say what you want to, like they always had a purpose for him on TV. Always the same direction, even for, like for for the two years he's been up, um, he's always had that. So like, I can't like you know you see people sometimes they're dropping the ball. People when you say like Nakamura right now or Finn Balor, like they've it's never really been a point like that with with Finn, well, with with Owens. Um, like they they treat him like he matters, and you know that's why he's getting nominated you know year after year. But this year, like he didn't really have like the blowaway match. And I think a lot of it has to do with you know the summer booking with shaming man yep. and refs. Um, but uh, like Neville, uh, was a guy that was a stabilizing force in the cruiserweight division and yes. also just been absolutely incredible until the area, until the time he left, he may have been nominated for wrestler of the year. Had he stayed the whole time, he was probably the wrestler of the year, like going into August, right? Or yeah. until he lost the belt, he was probably the wrestler of the year. Yeah. Um, like we're only, it's only a loss with like. Stuff like the match he had with Gallagher, with Gallagher, match he had with uh, or the matches he had with um, Swan, with yeah, with Swan, were great. Like uh, who did he lose the belt to and went right back from? Tazawa. Those matches were great. He was he was on a roll and like he's one of those rare guys that like almost any big movie hits you with, he'd be like, oh yeah, that could be a pinfall. Like he mastered that. He mastered like the he mastered the move that's not a finisher putting you away and you buying it as a finisher. 
And we have two tag teams nominated on um, on here in the New Day and the Usos. And that's largely off the strength of their now classic rivalry. Yeah. If, you know, you want to come out here and say Midnight and Rock and Roll, cool. Uh, but for my money, like, that was the single best tag team feud I've ever seen. Um, get all that Attitude Era shit the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> when it comes to all them ladders and, you know, all the other shit. That's yeah, like, something completely the, different. The thing is, with those, yeah, all those feuds involve, like, those guys. Like, they needed three of them together to have that kind of match. Right. Like, none of those guys, like Christian and the Hardys, they never had matches on the caliber of... of of what we saw on pay per view from Usos and the New Day, yeah. like in, in anything involving the Dudley's, fuck no, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> he has no, no respect, not solo wise, nah. So I'm gonna shock people here. Um, I've been I've been heaping praise on these guys all throughout this. AJ Styles has had this. It looks like he was about to go back to back twice. I'm going to vote for the Usos as the in-ring performer of the year. Since tag team wrestling was the highlight of the year in WWE, why not reward the the team that is like, you know, that has done this? So my in-ring performer of the year, the Usos. I don't know if you feel any different, James. Well, the thing for me is uh, I don't really see it as much as like rewarding or punishing but <laughs> I see it as like my 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 opinion on what was what was the best, and I would probably I would have them I would have them second, but I wouldn't have them in front of AJ. Um, like just a sheer amount of stuff. Well, one for a fact that like you know they kind of had AJ wrestling in more prominent matches so than them, so he also he already had a leg up on them. Um, like if you say quality of what was like you know reached a level of um you know toward like you know cl- toward close to four star matches. Uso, like as far as the ratio, the Usos might have some on them, but like the sheer number of of AJ um, throughout the beginning of this year, and then you know getting matches, getting matches that people actually care about for like out of Ellsworth and out of Sting <laughs> Brothers, like I you know, and having matches that people actually care about in three ways and stuff with freaking uh, Baron Corbin, who is like you know the the charisma vacuum, like he, Jesus. yeah, he's yeah, he's. Yeah, I have. To, I can't say anybody but AJ. All right, so we're split on that one. So like, um, he saved, like he saved Finn Balor's career until they didn't want it to save. They, they, <laughs> they wanted him to sink to the bottom of the Pacific. So uh, I think I think the Usos were working from a tougher position, being uh, you know the tag. They had a higher degree of difficulty, yeah, because they were coming from the tag division. They were left off the goddamn SummerSlam, yeah, uh, as Bret Hart would say, in the SummerSlam. Um, and they were left this, off WrestleMania. Yeah, they were left off WrestleMania, and the the match they had a couple weeks before WrestleMania should have been the WrestleMania match with uh, American Alpha, which yeah. was like awesome. So. We just gonna have to be split on this one, yeah, like so. So uh, one one wrestler of the year um, for the Usos and AJ Styles back to back, you know, in a uh, in a tie, uh, I guess. Uh, so if you guys have followed the show, AJ Styles last year won the wrestler of the year and Emory performer. Um, same thing first, happened. He's the first like back to back the sweep them, yeah, uh, yeah, sweep uh, deal. Um, the deal with uh, that is this was not the same as that 2016 where it was absolutely dominant. It was not. This is like... It's a little different. Yeah, like, in, uh, go ahead. I mean, like, the follow-up Bill, Bill Simmons analogy. Um, a few years back, he was complaining about how uh, one particular year, uh, and 
for the MVP vote, and it felt like it was a gigantic great year. So you kind of so you felt like you, we need to start kind of like giving, um, uh, like, like demarcation, side, like yeah. demarcation to like how we value certain years. So like, for example, like ninety two Michael Jordan when they you know when he's at the peak of his powers or whatever, or ninety six Jordan when you know they go seventy two and ten and he's leading league in scoring and you know like that's one of those. Now, like you say, like that's like the biggest trophy you can get, and then there are some years where you know, kind of like, and eh, it's not really a great choice, but somebody has to win, kind of like Dirk in two thousand seven, where he's like, okay, so I'm either going to vote for Dirk or Steve Nash or I don't know, be like I don't know, Kobe or like LeBron, who's LeBron or Kobe, and they're both only winning like forty something games, <laughs> like so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just give it Dirk, Dirk one seventy the one sixty seven games, but we still remember what happened in the finals. And, and then he won, it, and then what happened? He goes out there and embarrasses. Embarrasses himself. <laughs> he embarrasses Davis Stern in the first round of the playoffs, but as a one seed. But still, like this thing is like, yeah, you have to, you have to give the award out. You can't just be like, we gonna put this in the pocket, right? Uh, as a, uh, what do you call it? As a, as a mulligan, we, we gonna roll that shit over. Yeah, and the next like, one's worth two. Yeah, so, so th- this one would be more like a, a five or ten pound trophy, and compared to his last year's trophies, would be pounder. like a fifty pounder. Yeah, so. Um, Someone, I, I think you know the way WWE is right now. It's like wide open for someone to challenge them next year. Yeah, but if they want them to, if they want them to, like correct. If they want to come out here and have good matches, they can do that. We saw it last year. This year, not so much. Yeah. So newcomer of the year, we have five nominees. We have Oscar, Bobby Roode, Ruby Riot, Samoa Joe, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And this newcomer of the year uh, deal was for the main roster, obviously. Yeah. So I'll throw it to you, James. I know who. I'm I'm still trying to figure out who I'm going to vote for here. Oh, really? For me, it's Bron. Uh, let's see. Uh, jeez. So go through the list again. So it's Oscar, Bobby Roode, Ruby Riot, who came on late, Samoa Joe, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, I'm gonna have to say Joe. Like he came in with a purpose, and like even though he his first night in the injuries, you know, one of the top guys in the, in the brand, like he still <laughs> started purpose. Be like, oh yeah, this dude comes in, and he slaughters people. And uh, and he did that, and you know, and he actually like took off with it. Like, yeah, I hurt people. You see what I? Do? And he keeps reminding you, look what I did to this dude. Like, I put him in, the, I put him uh, inch of, within an inch of like his career being over with. And then you continue with the stuff he did with um, with Brock and the stuff he's doing right now with Roman. And like, anytime they give him the ball, like he looks like he's the hottest thing in the company. So I maybe do that more, but. You know, yeah, like they only want you to get over so much. Yeah, you, you can't know. be out here. You can't be out here affecting the business. Can't yeah. be out here. You can't be out here popping the territory. Yeah. So yeah, that, in my opinion, I, it's Joe. So I wouldn't. You know. You know me. I'm trying to find any excuse I can to reward Shinsuke Nakamura, right? <laughs> but they didn't let me look. They yeah. didn't let me look before summer. If you had told me before uh, SummerSlam, like it. I'd be like, yeah, he's probably going to bike the next few months. Like he'll he'll fill it out, he'll win, and then it just he just it didn't, didn't happen because they because they they made him they murdered him on pay per view. They made him just a guy. Uh, like, so he, yes, it, it is going to be be Samoa Joe, and I'll, and why it will be Samoa Joe? I'll leave you with this that that promo that you were telling me about yesterday with Paul Heyman, basically like after um, Joe had already lost to Lesnar, mm-hmm. and then. Heyman being so terrified, even though this guy was, you know, 
you know, lost to Brock already, be like, you'll never get a shot again. Like, that just puts over, like, how, like, much of an impact. Like, I think that's a microcosm for what he's done this year. Like, he's been exciting. He's felt real. And he's felt, like, you know, this was the guy. This is something that they're missing in WWE. Because Joe and Lesnar, that program pretty much turned around uh, the ratings and also the critical, um, you know, portion of WWE this year after it was, you know, floundering. Okay, so this was from just Monday's Raw, mm. right? Because I, I, I didn't know we want to actually do another sh- two shows this week or whatever else. We kind of, you know, fell into this or whatever. We didn't have time. But uh, this is what I wrote down for what this, what they did on TV with Samoa Joe and Wilds. Like, this is this is fantastic. Um, after the first open match of the show, they show a, a vignette of, of, uh, of Joe, like, putting him over, like, getting ready for showing the match, the Intercontinental match they're going to have um, later tonight. I think it was probably a 10 o'clock segment. Anyway, they show a vignette when they're about to segue into the vignette, and, and Coles goes, speaking of someone who's making a lot of noise and opening eyes, that man's name is Samoa Joe, who, who now recaps his current path of destruction as he's taking out everyone in his path. And then they show a vignette, of, you know, with the, with the monster music, with the blaring, like, Trump, not Trump, on the blaring, uh, low the, horns. Look, like, the, the, the Simon says, like the, yeah. Bah. So anyway... He, he goes, so, so like, it's, all it is is a mashup and a cut-up of all the promos that he's done over, like, the last few weeks. And he goes, my name is Samoa Joe, and I am not impressed. I am not impressed with that <laughs> silly-ass Jason Jordan. I am not impressed with your so-called architect, Seth Rollins. I am not impressed with that human cockroach, Gene Ambrose. Seth and Dean, they be tag team champions, and they're not because of me. <laughs> and I'm damn sure I'm not impressed with a man who I'll put to sleep time after time in this ring, the big dog, Roman Reigns. I made you succumb to my will. I punked you out, and there is nothing you can do about it. <laughs> who wants smoke with him? They you, want no smoke. And you got to remember, this is just me with, with, this is just me with my voice. Imagine with him when he's saying it deli- deliberately in. with his with his evil villain, evil maniacal villain voice. Yeah. Like, it, dude, it's it was the most by ever. far. And then and then they show a couple a little bit later, like the recap, they show Ambrose getting injured. Um, when he turned off TV, who got it, who injured? He put his arm in a lock in a lock chest and, and Joe landed on it. Right. And then to follow that up. They have Renee Young, who everyone knows because of the Miz thing earlier this year, is married to Dean Ambrose, or at least connected to Dean Ambrose romantically. Yep. Yep. And she has to interview uh, Joe. Renee says, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome some more Joe. Joe, with a week of hindsight, do you have any remorse for what you did to Dean Ambrose last week? Joe goes, I have to admit, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, if anything, everybody's fa- failing to see the silver lining I provided here. Now Dean can be at home with the ones he loves and the very, very most enjoying the holidays. Dude, they showed Renee and showed him looking at Renee like, yeah, you ain't going to be around there. All the loved ones set for your ass yes. on the planes all the time. On the road. Yes. Then he goes... Uh, but that's neither here nor there. You see, my actions have been have supplied me tonight with an intercontinental championship opportunity, one I will take advantage of. You see, I've been systematically taking out the shield. I put Dean Ambrose on the shelf, and now Roman Reigns comes seeking vengeance. Well, that's fine, but that's not how it's going to work. You see, Roman Reigns thinks he's going to stroll out here, get what he's got coming to him, and go to sleep tonight with visions of sugar plum fairies dancing in his head. But that's not what's going to happen. Because tonight... 
after I own Roman Reigns, after I put him to sleep, he'll wake up into a nightmare. One where the first thing he sees is me with my hand raised in the air, your new Intercontinental Champion. Bro, he's incredible. He's the best. Like, in a world of all this foolishness and, tom- and, and shenanigans and all that WWE language, look, that man was able to save my Intercontinental Championship opportunity instead of my title shot. Yeah. And you still, you don't even like, you don't even go over your mind and think, oh, God, that sounds terrible. He made it sound good. This dude should have been up in WWE years ago. They like this dude could have been one of the biggest draws in the company over the last five years if they had brought him up earlier. Like I watch this stuff he's done this year, and I'm thinking to myself, all I think of God, there were so many years they wasted away with him just toiling away on TNA, yep. like doing it with all this like, garbage. Where the fuck Jeff was Jerry. he, dude? He's he's great. He's great. Yep. Like all the stuff people have ever told me about Samoa Joe being great. Like, I believe I believe everything they've ever told me. And, you know, and I've come a long way on Joe, like, because, you know, I felt like there was a period where I, I didn't think we were seeing him at his peak right. or whatever. So it was, like, hard for me to, like, really, like, picture it. But, like, when you just, when he keeps up, like, just chucking away, he, he took brick by brick. He broke me down. Mm-hmm. So, and I just, like, started <laughs> just appreciating him. So Samoa Joe, definitely the One Nation Radio newcomer of the year uh, for the main roster. So, um... The, we have our next award, the Dusty Rose Promo Cutter of the Year for the best talker in the business. Um, so we've got John Cena, Kevin Owens, The Miz, The New Day, Paul Heyman, and The Usos. I feel weird leaving Samoa Joe out now. It's <laughs> <laughs> the thing, I was remembering, he, came, he didn't come in until like February-ish, and then... Like, they had him on ice during WrestleMania season. The most important times of the year, they put him on ice. They, like, SummerSlam, after he gives him, after he basically pops the territory, like, the month before, they put him in a four-way. And then, uh, then they pin him. No, Roman took the pin. I'm sorry. They pin Roman, but Joe didn't do shit. Yeah, like, Joe, I think it was hurt or something. Like, it was, and then they did, and then they, like, went off and did nothing with him after that. Like, yeah, it was really, it was really disappointing. Like, so, yeah, but, yeah, like, for me, I mean, I don't know how much... You know, you want to go over on this, but like for me, it's John Cena. Like John Cena, yes. one this just just killing Reigns over the over the over the killing ball. Reigns, killing Miz, killing Styles, killing Corbin. Uh, yeah. It was only in short doses, but like Cena's just proved to be the most explosive talker in WWE yeah. because he's gonna hit you with that real. And everyone's always everyone said the same thing to him for so long. It all sounds like white noise, yeah. like to this man. Like you gotta really come like with something else, like. It's cool to call him a part-timer, like, yeah, but you gotta, like, really do it. Like, like there's no CM Punk around right now to basically um, out, outdo him. And The Miz tried his ass off because The Miz, like, you know, was definitely excellent all year. Like, you can out-talk him, like, when you, like, promo, like, it's like, you're not face-to-face with him. Once it's face-to-face, nah, because you know how they set it up. They let you go first. Yep. You could, is it, you know, is it, is it like, treat like it's a debate where you were, instead of an argument with two human beings that hate each other's guts, where they let one person sit there and, um, and fill a bust for, for their two minutes and then your time over. And it seems almost like, oh, you're done? Okay. Let me tell you about this. Yes. <laughs> let me tell you about your stinking ass. Yeah. And then, you know, and then there you go. And then he just like, leaves you just like- basically, he just basically like, just leaves your guts hanging out. Like the best way I can describe what John Cena was doing to people in promos this year, 
It was like when, when Eminem got started on 8 Mile. It was like, <laughs> now everybody from the 313, put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. And then, and, and the part about this, some of the stuff he was like, I consider some of the stuff he did was like a, a burial of some of the stuff in the town. Like, stuff he did to Miz is like, dude, like, really? You're going to Jimmy Top to do and he can't hit you back? Like, really? Come on, man. And then, you know, some of the, the Corbin thing was like, dude, like, come on, you know this dude's struggling. Like, dude's struggling. Hey, you at least put him over to help him out. Like, nah. you're very, you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to, like, eviscerate the people that are already over. Not the people, not the people that are <laughs> out here scratching and clawing, regardless of how bad they are, still scratching and crawling. I, is, I do want to say the Usos um, did revolutionize the game. Yeah. Um, something even the New Day hadn't, like, done. With the uh, tag team promos, the JD Kiss and Sheet Loose yes. joints, and also like it would like they would finish each other's sentences, and yes. I felt like it went over a lot of people's heads because no one's talking about it except like us well, right now. I mean, when they started doing it, people loved it, and then like no, they didn't get it. Remember, like Meltzer and Alvarez, like they were like, I, no, I don't know what's going on. Maybe like, not them, but like okay, but Semper Vivi loved it. Yes, I remember listening to Filthy Four, like Filthy loved it. Like, it, like, like, bro, they, yeah. they, they, like, left American Alpha literally in shock. They, like, dressed them boys yeah. down. They're like, we're coming for you. We're coming for your belts and everything else. And, they, like, they walked about the crowd. That was one of that was one of the biggest missed opportunities, like, of last, at the end of last year was, like, when they decided, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have shoot this angle. We're going to turn to Usos Hill. And we're going to, like, have Gable get chopped blocked and say he has a sprained MCL. And then they were like, oh, yeah, so you guys have a heated feud now, right? Nah. Never have a match on pay-per-view. Yeah, that was weird. But, that, like, you know, but at least we got at least we got something that was even better with the New Day. And, like, I mean, July 4th, like, SmackDown, I think I'll probably remember that five, five, six, ten years from now. I'd be like, like, oh, yeah, remember the rap battle? Yes, I remember yes. the rap battle. It was on July 4th of 2017. <laughs> He's like, yeah. It was, like, it was great. Like, it was the biggest, one of the best segments of the year. Oh, yeah. Also, like, John Cena came back, like, from after, for his first, like, after being gone for three months. But, like, never mind it. It was yeah. about this. Yes. They had Wale out, Wale out there. Yeah, man, it was, it was, it was fantastic. It's so. like, and they, they went out there and they, they they went off they went off script they yes. had to go off script and the way they allowed that ready all like 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 they would yes. like yes yeah man it was great. Uh, with that being said, John Cena, our Dusty Rhodes promo cutter of the year. Yeah. Excellent work by everyone that was mentioned. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk too much about Heyman, but y'all know what it is. Yeah, like, you talked about a second ago, like, that Heyman, like, the Heyman stuff he did, Heyman stuff he did with Goldberg, Heyman stuff he did with Joe, where, like, it's the first time he ever put over, like, that he, he as a, as an advocate for Brock Lesnar, was literally scared of somebody. And also, like, him doing the whole, like, you're off brand someone. He's like, you're not, you're, you're like, you're not even part of that bloodline. Right? They don't even talk about you. Like, get out of here. Like, it was great. Like, yeah, man, like, so, I, 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 like, Heyman was really good this year. It's just like, but Heyman is one of those guys who like, we're taking granted, granted of his, of his prior success. So no Enzo Amore, huh? I mean, what did he ever get over? Himself? Oh. Oh, great. I don't, I don't know. He's, like, a champion. I, he's a champion on 205 Live. No one watches. On a dying brand. Great. Because he's the champion. Awesome. Cool. All righty. So, you know, you ain't going to get no love for, for Ezra for me. I so. think about a promo, and I remember Alvarez saying this about, about Miz. Miz like, he feels like Miz is more of a great talker than a great promo. And, um, like, the, the part where Miz buried Enzo to his face? Yeah. I think the thing I think the thing for me is like, okay, it's a promo, it's a promo award, right? Like Miz, he's a great talker, he's a bad promo. Like they have him go out there sometimes and just talk forever and ever and ever until somebody comes out and kills him. 
Like, remember when they had Cass come out there after he would talk for like eight minutes and then like the crowd would turn on him and all of a sudden you hear his music and then I think you know, big big boot. That's that's yeah. That's not that's a, a promo. Nobody wants to see you wrestle. Nobody wants to buy tickets and see you wrestle. It, you just wrestle. You just talk a lot. Some people, some people dig it. They follow along. Some people like find it off putting. Most people find it off putting. And look where he's at now. They took him off the main roster because they knew he couldn't hack it. Yeah. So our next award, the Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year Award. So uh, we have five nominees here. Uh, we have Oscar. We have Alexa Bliss, who's been Raw Women's Champion like for most of the year. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, who is the current SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Natalia, former SmackDown Women's Champion, and Sasha Banks, who is still the best wrestler on the roster on the women's side, depending on you know how you feel about her or Charlotte. So. This is a tough one. And, you know... It ain't for me. Yeah. It it comes down to what you value in your professional wrestling. And these being the One Nation Radio Awards, we didn't do the whole public vote this year. Um, I'm, well, that, I, think, I think most of it had to do with the fact that... Ran like, out of time. Yeah, like, we didn't finish, we didn't finish off this list until yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think what we'll do is we'll put the list out. They have people like, um, like you know, yeah, we'll do that. Or whatever we have people to see what they see what their votes are, or whatever. But like we already voted. And like the same thing was last year. Like last year, their their thing was uh, we put the survey out to be a tiebreaker between uh, whenever we had dissenting opinions, right? Um, which is like not exactly what Josh thought it was. Josh thought like we were just telling people where like nah, y'all are wrong and yeah. they vote like nah, yeah, y'all should be a yeah, topic. Josh. Yeah, yeah, he's like, mate, look, and they complain about me not listening to their podcast. They don't even listen to what the fuck we say when they listen to our podcast. So I don't know what's going on. I hope he hears this and calls me. But anyway, yes. Um, but yeah, like, so back to lecture hand, like, yeah, it's just, we, you know, me and you, we value excellence over at bats. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what so, you, yeah, you want to start this off, but go ahead. So, my, my woman of the year. <sighs> It's real, let's, let's, let's start before you even get to this. This was a shitty year for women's wrestling. Yes, it like, was. This is probably like the worst year for women's wrestling yes, like, since was. Kelly Kelly was still around. Good God. Since 2011. Like, since our first year, like, you know, this is this is really bad year. And it wasn't because, and it was also so infuriating because, like, we saw what we had last year with all the good women wrestling we had. Like, and we all saw what we had when we saw the, the May Young Classic. And then on the main roster, where did it all go? To shit. To yep. shit. And like we got no care, we got no new characters. Well, no, we had no new characters over. Um, we didn't get any like great promo work from anybody in particular. Um, we didn't get any great uh, heated feud or storyline from anybody in particular, um, except for like the, I guess. Oh, well, you can't even say that because uh, the Natalia Nikki Bella thing started in November of last year yeah. and then just ran into uh, the uh, beginning of this year. Like no, nothing was. From this from this woman's roster was great, and then we got a bunch of fuck finishes, bad like match layouts, yeah, man, yeah. subpar uh, matches. That's so right. I'm gonna go ahead and vote for the person I always saw that was over, no matter what they did to her. Mm-hmm. The person who was a constant whenever they put all of them together. Who was the leader? Sasha Banks. Okay, Sasha Banks is my Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year, and to me. Even though, even when they bur- they even buried her. When they try, when they try to bury her, she still rises like a phoenix. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we're gonna bury you until. Oh yeah, we also need you to go out there and like and, and make like Nia Jax like her star. But, okay, great. Like, what a, can I actually get like a title offense and not actually like defend it instead of losing every time I win it? Nah, 
Okay, I'll still go out there and still be the best. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, so um, people may be listening to this wondering why we're not voted for Alexa Bliss. Now, oh my God. I mean, we, I mean, this is this has been my my no, no, deal. Okay, okay, so for those that are that are there, man, listening, like, wait until we get to a later section. We'll explain in full detail why uh, why we didn't uh, put this person, why we didn't mention her. Okay, like, I'm not even going to do it now because I mean, we're, we're up against it on the clock. Yeah. Like this is, uh, but yeah, like for me, it was, it, for my answer was Charlotte. Um, given what she did at the beginning of the year uh, with, with Bailey, and then um, you know the three way, I'm sorry, the four way elimination match at uh, WrestleMania, and then uh, she moves over to. Um, moves over to SmackDown. They pretty much put her on ice for months and months until it was time for her to um, get a title shot. And um, she gets her opportunity. She has a really good match. She has a really good match um, in the main event. Was it the main event of SmackDown? Hey. Yeah, the main event of SmackDown to Charlotte. And it was one of, one of the gigantic, is a big, gigantic deal because they rarely, like, I'll learn two, only two occasions this entire year where I can think of where, like, a star won in their hometown. One was uh, Charlotte. One was Charlotte winning uh, the, the SmackDown Women's Championship in Charlotte, and the other was Sasha Banks winning, winning and um, going on to uh, being in the Women's Town Match for Raw in Boston, being Nia Jax. That's the only two examples I can think of. But um, Charlotte wins, and she, you know, like for me, it's like the greatest moment of the year. She wins, and you know, after everything, Ric Flair is on the, you know, learn had to relearn how to walk because he's, you know, almost died. Shows up and she runs, strung through his arms and, and ha- hug and embrace and like that was one of the greatest moments of the last few years in WWE wrestling. So for for so for me, like you have you throw that there and she's always been positioned as a star. Like for most, or uh, they were positioned as a star, but like they did some weird stuff where like she didn't win some of these matches, but like mm-hmm. they still treated her like she was the queen bee of her, of her brand whenever she was in it. Um, and she she also had you know some of the best work of all the women um, this year still, so, for, and she had the greatest moments, for me, that's that still leads up to her being number one. Gotcha. So, another split, um, Sasha and Charlotte, uh, between... We, we don't get an answer on this, because these Nimrods don't vote for, uh, for Alexa Bliss. Yep. Like, oh yeah, like, name me the good match she had. Oh. <laughs> it, it gets real, uh... Like, like, real... Yeah, it's so weird, like, if these were, if these were the, if we were gonna, like, and then they're like, we're going to judge it like, it's apparently like when they judge women, like it goes into like a different vortex of how they rate stuff. But if you rate it out the same exact way, there's not a chance to fuck that Alexa Bliss with one. If she, if this was like, if you, if you replace the name, yep. took out like, uh, if you took out Alexa Bliss and put it in Roman Reigns, they'd be like, why even fucking nominate her? She's been overpushed. She's terrible. Or Jinder Mahal. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Um, she's better. She's. I, I would say she fits more towards this. That says terrible. She's not that damn bad. All right. She's just low budget Miz. With Very a, with low. A, with a, with a, yeah, with a far less, with a far less compelling character. Not nearly as good of a talker. Like people talk about how great of a character and talker she's. Like name me her great moment. Oh, when she like buried. Oh, when she like helped bury and ruin like Bailey's career. Great, awesome. I talk about how great a wrestler she is. Oh, leave me like when she like wrestled Bailey, Charlotte, uh, Mickey James, and Sasha Banks all year. Never had and a never, match. And never had a standout match. Oh, great! Like wrestled three of the greatest uh, women's wrestlers this country's ever produced, or four of them, and can never have a good match on pay per view. Great, awesome. Oh man, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here for that foolishness. You're full of shit, y'all. All are full of shit. <laughs> Look, we, look, look, we know what y'all want. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, so we are. I guess, our, we, I guess we're not saving it for us. <laughs> yes, I guess we were going to save it. Yep. So, uh, 
we have up next the Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin feud of the year. Um, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens, like the long running, um, you know, deal or whatever that seems like it's coming full circle again. Yep, it won't go away. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins versus The Bar, Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens, Raw versus SmackDown Live, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, and The Usos versus The New Day. Yeah, to me, this there's only two choices on this. Um, that that stand out for me. Uh, I, yeah, I think I think there are two that are I think there are two that are a cut above the rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like the I'm going to give the nod to Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Okay. And here's and even though I've you know sung the praises of New Day and Usos like in the ratings, like in the quality of the matches, these guys were in the main events, you know, for two different pay per views, and it seemed like. Rome, or Braun Strowman got to a level that neither the New Day or the Usos did, like as a you know character, personality, star, mm-hmm. whatever. And yep. Reigns like finally found a guy that he could point out and say, "That's my success." And as well, it, it be a situation where we want to actually watch that. Like it isn't. And I said this on Chad's show. Like Braun Strowman wasn't here to lay down for Roman Reigns, like Brock Lesnar is, and. To me, that's that's just been the defining, you know, feud of the year. Okay. Um, I would say, like, two of the top segments of the year um, or would be, like, when we talk about feud of the year, three of them that caught to mind, like, the first little friendship that start, jump-started the, the, the Owens and Jericho feud. Um, uh, the ambulance flipping by Braun Strowman and the Brat Battle. Um, so they all have like high marks as far as like off, you know, stuff or t- a segment outside of just having a regular old match. Um, you also, but for me, a lot of the, a lot of the Strowman stuff, like to a lot of people, like let's say if you were going to show this stuff to someone that doesn't watch wrestling, they'd be like, dude, this is hokey as shit. Like, <laughs> oh, he, oh he's, like, he's flipping over, he's flipping over an ambulance. Like, oh, he's like, he's, he's, thaw- he's throwing a guy. He's he's Irish whipping a guy, which is the fakest move in the history of professional wrestling. Yes. He's Irish whipping him into a top, into the, into a tur- into the turnbuckles, and the top one falls off in, into this dude uh, who has a, who's wearing a bulletproof vest. Why? And they'd be like, why is the bulletproof vest even like that? Well, how's that regulation for a fight or whatever? <laughs> he's like, 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 you show that, you sh- if you show the, the, I love that. I think it's the second best for you of the year. But if, I feel like if you show that to somebody that doesn't watch wrestling, be like, "What the fuck is this hokey shit?" Right? Like, okay, get, I get, it. like, he's a gigantic monster. Like, he's basically Godzilla swatting, like, having all these fights, like, in um, amongst the cityscape. Whereas, if I say, like, I distill this down to, like, what is wrestling about? Like, Usos in New Day fought over the, or fought over the. Uh, Never a, mind. A really You're simple, right. A really. <laughs> simple, a really <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying like, no, because this thing, like, this is this is a really close thing, like. It ain't too much to sway me. Like I don't, I don't really feel as it, I don't really feel like if you, like I'm not arguing with you about this. Like yeah. I feel like you pick either one of these, you good. Like you pick the right one, or you pick either one of these. Yeah. But for me, it was just like you made this really simple. Like you break this down of uh, when we were talking about this when he did the AJ Styles in the uh, Finn Balor match, and you had the you had William Regal hop on Twitter and say. Like, people always talk about story. Well, the story is, like, I'm a competitor. I get paid a larger purse for wrestling. I'm trying to feed my family. 
And I mean, and in in a, in a, just a little off, a little bit further extension that is like, these are two guys, these are two teams that want to prove they're the best. Period. They want us to be the best, and you're in the way, you're obstacle to, to, to our success, and we're going to go out here, and we're going to, and we're going to reach a level of desperation, and, um, and, um, and reach our, and, and kill ourselves, innovation, ingenuity, to get to this level um, that hasn't really ever been seen in the WWE. Like, and also, for my, for my money's worth, like, is this neither here nor there? This is also just something also to say this, this is something this is not anything that like quote unquote makes me make it want to champion it more. Like this is probably the best feud between two minority acts in WWE history. I can't think of another one that's even close. Man. But I mean that, that doesn't really add, that doesn't add anything from me, but just like there's also another thing. I was like, I remember like after the hell it's just like, dude, I sitting there thought like I don't think there's anything even like close to this. <laughs> like this is like it's, it's like it's, it's, one is shameful, but two is like, dude, like this is really this is some really awesome shit. And also you had and you also had the competition on the other end where it's like so you are here for that. Competing against each other, they're also competing against on the Raw brand. We have the Bar versus the, uh, Rollins and Ambrose, right? Who will get more opportunities than they do because they're on Raw and also like they they had two guys that used to like help get over Roman Reigns. So like WWE's kind of always forever dead to them. That's why. They were on the main roster, or on the on the main show for Smack, SummerSlam, and they weren't right. right? So for me, it's like it, it's it's them. Like the rap battle is incredible. Yeah, uh, you swayed me. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you no, you swayed me because if there's anyone that can tell you about the rap battle, it's me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if there's anyone that can tell you about that, it's me. And then seeing like where the like the Usos in the New Day. Everyone said that the New Day had everything but the wrestling, right? Which was weird because, like, they had all those crazy matches in 2015. Um, at the beginning, of it, like, doing WrestleMania pre-show that they had, um, the SummerSlam match, the TLC match were like, that dude, that match is incredible. And also, the thing with the Usos was, like, every, they had everything but, like, they didn't have, the they, other thing. Yeah, they didn't have characters, whatever. And like, you know, like, I don't know, are they on our most improved list. I, mean, I believe they are. They deserve to be on her because, like, they did this whole thing where, like, everyone was like, they, oh, they're just smiling, colorful. Right, they're the John Cena of the tag team. They come in there and they're, they're, they're supposed to, they're basically, like, the conduits for John Cena and, and, and Roman Reigns because they're related to Roman Reigns and then they also had the feud uh, a few years back with, against um, Harper and Rowan and the last man standing match. Like, they're just, like, they're basically, like, back in the 80s where you basically have, like, you know, like a locker room, a good guy locker room, and in the bad guy locker room, and yep. like when someone come and make a save for a good guy, like they're the guys that come out there and the small babies are kind of generic, and like you know they might get a, they might you know they'll be in summer Survivor Series, but that's about it. Like they went from that to and even that, even at that point, they were still one of the best tag teams that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they were still like? one of the best tag teams <laughs> WWE in, the, in WWE or like of this of this millennia. But this, like this hill turn, is one of the best like hill turns like. One of the best heel turns like last, since we've been watching. Like, it was incredible, and like to see where they are now, like they're legitimate. Like you know, they don't really. They're only you're only going to get so high as a tag team in, in Vince Man's wrestle and Vince Man's wrestling uh, uh, circus. But they they are they're about as high as you can get. Like I mean, they're not going to be the New Day because they're not like you know not these you know they're not they're, they're not these they're, cartoon characters. They're not car- they're not literal cartoon characters that are like. They come out of a out of a Mario Super Nintendo Mario uh, game, but like 
They are they're basically like the new day for adults. Right. Like yeah, they come like the grown man team. Yeah, they're like, look, man, like, you know, we gonna put you in the, like the whole thing like wrestling can be fun or it can be serious. And they hella serious, bro. Yeah, so man, they they playing them. for keeps. And yeah, also, man. y'all better not disrespect them by leaving them off of WrestleMania, or they will ruin and hurt <laughs> the show. Like, yeah. <laughs> so the next uh, the next one we're gonna get to uh, is the or yeah, um, the next one we're gonna get to is the Macho Man Randy Savage best dress uh, in the Ring Gear Award. So our our. Um, Nominees are AJ Styles, Bailey, Charlotte, The New Day, Sasha, and Tony Nice. Yeah, who is always fly. Yeah, always breaking out new shit. Yeah, always hype. Yeah. Um. That being said, uh, I am going to go with Sasha Banks because yep. this is eventually going to turn into you know when Sasha Banks is, is retired one day and raising a family. This is going to turn into the Sasha Be- Banks Best yeah. Dressed Ring Gear Award. I mean, and we, we've been talking about this for, for forever. Like her gear is always incredible, always. Like whether it's whether it's like you know she comes out with like the, the old school like Minnesota Timberwolves lime green and, and, and uh, blue color joints, or she, she got comes the Laker out colors. Yeah, you know, she, she comes it. out with the red and black, and then the jacket she has like, and then uh, or she'll come out with the, with the black with the black, white, and gold, and look, I'm in the, the top. You know, almost like she's Shawn Michaels WrestleMania twelve. Yep. Like yeah, man, she's 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 been doing this a long time. Like, I think I think one of these years, like the new day will might catch her. Mm-hmm. Like, but her there, but I but uh, I think she's the number one. Like, right. she, I mean, she's I see her and I see I see a star. I see absolute star. Um, and I don't know. Maybe they see. I mean, maybe they, they see something else. It it, it, it it was weird because it seemed like that's what they saw too. But then, like, apparently something changed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But definitely shout out Tony Nice. Yeah. We, we did notice like yeah. Nice, even he was tucked away on two hundred five live. Yeah. That man was always uh, busting out uh, new dope shit. Yeah, and AJ, you know, AJ, he he brings it like at certain moments, like when he comes on like that the, all red like, shit. The red deal, that's that's great. hard. And like, when he comes on anything other than black, like it is always like really great. Typically, um, Finn Balor, like if Finn Balor gets more chances or whatever, like the great, the great joint he came yes. out with, that was great. Hard. Um, the, the, even the one all red deals he came out with for for Summer Survivor Series was great too. No. So yeah, there's there's a lot of great like. I mean, I feel this is part of it. Like we did, we just our first year doing this, but like this all fits in line with like why we put we named Ric Flair like the wrestler of the year, like all it embraced like the pageantry of. Of like you know of the costumage or whatever you want to call it. Like Ric Flair would have won like all these awards like at yeah. once. Like <laughs> so like this fits line and I feel like you know I originally wrote down by uh, Rick Rue for this new mission Macho Man. I was like I'm I'm an idiot. I feel so stupid. Like Macho Man was the king of having great like those robes with yes. like with the, you know like that's the reason why I love Bailey so much. Like she is Macho Woman. Uh, until I guess now she ain't Macho Woman. Yeah, not no more. Like a drum. Uh, but yeah, Sasha Banks gets our uh, award for the best dress. I believe two years in a row. So, it would have been two years. Yeah. Ago. So um, next, our most improved wrestler. So the wrestler whose performance improved the most from 2016. Yes. You may be shocked. And there is something so weird, James, that is on the list, like, between this award and another award. Mm. So most improved, Jinder Mahal. Oh, there's overlap between most improved and, and most, most disappointing. Most disappointing, yeah. yeah. So Jinder Mahal, um, Neville, Jason Jordan, The Usos, and Braun Strowman. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really easy. It's, yeah, it's really easy. It's like, Braun Strowman. If you go back like 10 months ago, no, uh, yeah, 
if you go back, no, not even 10 months. If you go back to before the big show matches, if you go back a lot to, of question if you marks. Go to like our podcast or anybody's podcast, you've been like, dude, this is not going to, this is not going to work out for this Braun Strowman fella. And then they say, you know, he was, <laughs> he was at heat in these streets. Yeah. Like he, he, like he improved at a rate. I don't think, you know, I mean, last year, last year we had this award. I think Miz would have won it, but um, yeah, like he, he leaps his shoulders. He's so much. I never would have thought that he would have these quality, these level of ma- of top matches. Like his best match would be like of this level, against caliber. Never would have thought that. Never, I never would have thought he would have been had like a feud of the year candidate. Candidate. I never would have thought that he would have had like a, if we had our in ring feud of the year. I don't think I never would have thought he would have had a match uh, a feud that would land on there for the in ring ability. Never. Like this dude went from like he like another stiff to like he's probably like worst case scenario the next Kane. <laughs> worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Kane. What up, Josh? Um, <laughs> yeah, Braun Strowman definitely uh, the most improved guy. Um, so our next one is our NXT Performer of the Year. Now we have six nominees on here, uh, and, and Jeremy really lobbied hard for Roderick Strong. The yeah. only reason I would push back on that is I can't think of it of a takeover match that he's had by himself that has just been like. That's crazy. I think most of it is TV, it's TV work. Yep, TV work. So, nominees are Aleister Black, Andrade Cien Almas, Asuka, The Authors of Pain, Bobby Roode, and Johnny Gargano. For me, this is fairly easy. There is only one person on this list that nobody was ready for. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was going in the same lane as you. Like, Oscar's just the best. This is the best. And, like, I'm and like I'm still roughly, like, I'm kind of, like, <clears throat> like basically based on the fact that it's not going over, like, the, like it's the greatest thing ever, I'm still kind of like, dude, they're going to screw this up. Like, it's going to be like Bailey all over again, and I'm going to be furious at this company because they, they, they can't look a gift horse in the mouth for shit. Like they can't, they can't make none of the layups they have. They are there to make shit so difficult, and it got to be difficult. <laughs> like, it's, it's so like, yeah. But Oscar, her work, she's incredible. She's the best. She's just the best, the best. Yep. From the Ember Moon match to, or both Ember Moon matches, yes. To her TV work, the last woman standing match, the Fatal Four Way. She literally went undefeated the whole time there. Yeah. And this was like the year it was like, wow, NXT is like changing forever. It, it will be because Oscar's no no longer there. And a year with like Braun Strowman, like Braun Strowman's ascension is like into like being a main eventer, like a legitimate star. And, and which is like that rarely ever happens. Like we haven't had one of those since like they manufacture Roman Reigns. Um or or they may help manufacture like a guy that had all but like had a bunch of tools. Like she was one of those people that, like, she was so well-built on, on NXT, like, in a way that, like, I mean, there's no way they would ever do that with, on the main roster with anyone, but, like, you can kind of, you can kind of be like, if you kind of follow this path, she comes out here and kills people, like. People, it could be real you, easy. It'd be real, if you make it real easy or you make it real difficult, you know, WWE is kind of like the, you know, we like it easy some weeks and we like it difficult others, but, like, on the man, what on NXT, like they made, they were like, oh yeah, she she goes over, oh yeah, she goes over, oh yeah, she goes over. <laughs> why? Because she's the best. Yeah, like why? She's Oscar. Yeah, and remember, yeah. no one is ready for Oscar, and they're still not ready for Oscar. Nope. Look, she, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like she, like she, like she whoop your ass in the pantsuit, bro. Yes, the pantsuit with not the heels. Playing. Yes, not playing with you. Not a game. Our next award 
will be the most disappointing um, award. So the wrestler that underachieved the most, despite being handed the best material slash opponents. And as we were talking about a couple minutes ago, um, you'll see some contrasting here. Um, so our first nominee, Alexa Bliss, and this was primarily because you know never, she never sniffed three and a half stars with any of her great opponents. Um, Baron Corbin. I mean, no explanation needed. <laughs> Jinder Mahal, uh, and we got plenty of gender talk coming on part two of this uh, this award show, but we'll get a little bit started here. Um, Dolph Ziggler and the club, simply because James hates them. Like, <laughs> I don't hate them. Like, they're fucking terrible. Name me one good moment they've ever had on the main roster that didn't involve AJ Styles when they weren't attached to AJ Styles' hip. I'll probably say like their debut, maybe. Oh, you mean when they beat? You mean when they were whooping up the Usos? Okay, that was like a great squash, like seven minute squash. Oh, you talking about the tornado tag match? Yes. Okay, yeah. But it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long, (laughs) long time coming, but I know. Oh my god! Look, it's New Year's Eve. This man's already drunk, apparently. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. So we have. Uh, so who are we going with here, uh, James? For me, it's, it's real. It's real easy on this one for me. I mean, for me, it is. I mean, most disappointing. Meaning, like the most do nothingness motherfucker compared to uh, in compared in comparison to their push, right? Correct. I don't know how it's. I mean, obviously, there's some people that got more like relative to their push. Dude, for me, it's Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's the fucking worst. Uh, Baron Corbin's a dude, dude. Baron Corbin's done nothing this entire year worth a good goddamn. Like, I have issues with Ginger, and I have issues with, with Alexa, but, like, they're pale and compa- even though Even though those those uh, buffoons are, are, are even lapsing compared to the atrocity that is Baron Corbin. Like, bro, what can I say about Baron Corbin? That's what I've been said about Afghanistan. He's looks bombed out and depleted. <laughs> bro, this man's fucking worse. Dude, like, he comes out. How do you have a bad match with AJ? How do you have a, a bad match with Shinsuke Nakamura? How do you have a bad match with John Cena? How do you have a bad match with, with AJ Styles? Where he's giving you the belt. He's putting you over. You can't even have a good match. Dude. Baron Corbin. Can we get him back there next year or whatever bro, else? I'm not, I don't want to say he's fired because that might be too mean for people to want to deal with. Yeah. But like, can we like... Can we like do something to get uh, Drew McIntyre to replace that dude, please? Yes. He's like, what? What are we wasting our time doing? He's put him on SmackDown. Do get rid of him. Move, move him to Raw. Put him in a tag team. Do something with make him the third author of pain. Something you got to do something. Make him or make author pain humans for him. Something you got to give him something. He's dying on the vine out here. With gender, there were no expectations. Exactly. With Baron Corbin, they expected this man to like take off. He's been given everything and protected from the Elimination Chamber to the Royal Rumble, where he eliminated Braun Strowman, Bruh. which is ridiculous in re- retrospect. They I- took away his Money in the Bank briefcase because they were like, "Nah, fuck this! Like, we can't, Dude. we can't even have you cash in." I put this is what I'll say. Right? We have an issue with NXT NXT callups where. Um, they get NXT, they get to the main roster, and then, like, they die off, they die, and they're not to the level that, oh, over that they were in NXT because they don't just say, oh, yeah, this guy found a path to get over. Let's follow similar paths. Vince always goes, now I got something better for you. And by doing, by getting better, they give you something worse, and then you're not as over, and then you wonder, oh, you couldn't cut it up here. Like, no, you fucked them up, you moron. But yes. in this particular situation, he 
met him working NXT. Where he was actually, um... He was going over NXT. Like, and it's, and it's not because... And, it, and this one is not on this man. Or creative, Ryan Ward, Big, or Snoop... I was calling him Snoop Dogg. Definitely Road Dogg, whoever it is you want to call him, Hayes back there. This all on him. He, like, this dude, like... And, you know, we, got, we, got, we kind of felt like maybe, you know, maybe there's a potential where, like, he kind of was going through the motion because he felt like maybe he's been the main roster. Kind of like how people talked about how, um... Brock Lesnar, compared to where he was on OVW, compared to... When he got to main roster, like his nine day, right? Like, clearly, this dude had a motor. He just did not give a fuck. He was the guy main roster. This dude got has gotten to the main roster and has given less of a fuck. <laughs> I, I, don't, dude, like, this, I don't know. I know y'all say y'all watch Breaking Ground or y'all see Thomas Mac. Y'all say Baron like, Corbin was, there. there. There is, and I think that, I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. Bro, you remember? It's <laughs> when they when they turn the camera on. He literally talks like he's a deer in the headlights. Do you remember? The, what they were doing uh, in, their, in their road to WrestleMania with Dean Ambrose when they did the, the satellites and they did the satellite side by side. Baron Corbin will get you put off of WrestleMania. Yes, he's that bad, dude. There's a few. They set up a few where Baron Corbin has smashed this dude underneath a pallet that was hooked up to a uh, to a, a fork. Uh, what do you call it? A pit, not a pitchfork. A uh, forklift. They come back and they're doing side by side because you know Dean Ambrose if he gets a hold of him he's going to kill him because Dean's Dean's local he's crazy home, Dean's local homes yes and they do the side by side satellite thing where like they're you know they're cleaning different rooms but we have to pretend like you know they're you know whatever else because you know and Dean is killing him on the mic and at one point literally you can go back on the network and find him on SmackDown Live. One of, uh, he, he's killing about how much of a punk he is, and, you know, kind of like a precursor, like, you spoil all his opportunities, you've been giving all the stuff that hasn't been given to you, that you haven't deserved yet, and I'm gonna hurt you come WrestleMania time. And, Barrett's response was, shut up, Dean. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know if I can say it as model tone and as, like, shut up, Dean. and as, like, Beavis and Butthead, as, like, as, as, as Butthead, as Butthead from Beavis and Butthead, um, was but he literally like shut up Dean and I was like dude it's like man get Baron Corbin the fuck out of here bro and all comes full circle when Cena showed him like you're a fucking dumpster fire like he did everything he said you're skinny fat he did everything but but talk about that man being bald and I was like yep yep yeah yeah he's just terrible I'm sorry go ahead yeah and and also for me it's it's, 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 I ain't hit my mind on this it's Baron Corbin I'm with you because, like, like as much as gender, like, we trust me, he's going to get it on this show. So, but Baron Corbin, we're we're not going to let you slide for all this. Like, yeah. they put the U.S. title on him after killed it, killed it. Yes, two uh, months. All it took was two months. Yeah, and they made him wrestle Sin Cara, whatever, a bunch of times. But clearly, they don't trust you to do Dude, anything else. What would you rather do? Like, what's like the worst thing you would do in your life? Like, will you clean a, a toilet bowl with your raw hand, or would you rather watch? Or would you rather watch Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler wrestle ever again? I shouldn't even have to think about it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, I know you might be like, "How dirty is this toilet?" Yes, yes. <laughs> be like, "Nah, bro. I washed. I, I, I like. I cleaned it like. I cleaned it like two days ago." You'd be like. Mm. Nah, bro. You like, you like. Well, soap do clean shit. Like, so, like I can't. Look, wash, soap, I, soap is good. Like, after I do this, I can't wash my hands right. 
I could, I could, you know, like, nah, man, it's, 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 it's that bad. Yeah. Like, nah, so I never want to see them again. Most disappointing uh, for the One Nation Radio Awards, yeah. Baron Corbin. I award you zero points. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, and our last award for part one of this, and we're we're gonna be coming back with part two, uh, which we will be dropping after this. Um, we have a new award. I'm over here shaking my head about how mad I am over Mary Corbin yes. this year. Like we're, we're moving on to them. I'm still like I can't believe this. All right, sorry. But a new award, which which I came up um, with out of thin air, and we got some really <laughs> good nominees here. Yeah, we're going over the, over the thing. Like, yeah, we need to cut down on on nominees. We need to cut down some of the fat on this. And then Rich comes out like, yeah, let's come up with like five more. Let's come up with like two more awards. And I was like, well, all right, I'll come up with two too, uh, two as well. So yeah, here we are. So. This award is the Jeff Jarrett Finesser of the Year Award. <laughs> and if you know anything about Jeff Jarrett, you know he's the master of finessing. And if you have heard this show um, throughout the year, we have talked about the exploits of Jeff Jarrett throughout history. And basically how that would relate to, you know, the award is what wrestler took advantage of their situation to get the most this year. So, your nominees. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar got out of the Shane McMahon match, won the world title from Goldberg, held the belt all year, and only wrestled a handful of times and made $12 million in the process. Yeah, like he, I think he wrestled six times a year, so he made like $2 million per match. Unbelievable. Yeah, like, like. All out of getting out of like a Shane McMahon match. Who's doing that at UFC besides like Conor McGregor and, uh, and Bones Jones right now? Is Carmen getting $2 million a fight? No, definitely not. I mean, OGSP, but, like, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and he's, like, retired damn near. Yeah, like, Bisbee's not making that kind of Fuck money. No. Fuck no. Um, Shane McMahon. Uh, <laughs> Shane McMahon has used his status to get a one-on-one match with the prior year's top performer in the company and be linked at the hip to this guy at all almost... Throughout the year. Yeah, all throughout the year. Um, can't, can't get away from this man. The Undertaker. The Undertaker backdoored his way into a WrestleMania main event with a possible fake retirement. Yeah. Because yeah. he might come back, apparently. Like, think about like this, right? With Roman Reigns and uh and, and uh Undertaker. Like, can you remember any of the promos from their feud? Fuck no. The only t- <laughs> like like the only promo I can remember is Shawn Michaels showing up. Yeah, like that one and then all of a sudden like he's like, You ain't focused, and then like Roman says, I'm gonna retire the Undertaker. That was it. Nothing like nobody, you know. Nothing. There was no festival, festival of friendship. Like there was no uh, AJ Styles uh, basically saying like I'm put my, like I've been yeah, I've been made like a monkey to jump through hoops because uh, because I'm not uh, related to Daniel Bryan or Nikki Bella. I'm not so I'm not really that fan. So I don't get opp- opportunity after opportunity. So I'm gonna make my opportunity. I'm gonna whoop Shaman Man's monkey ass when he pulls up in the parking lot. Yes. Like there is nothing like that here. There is no Randy. There is no hitting your fucking poles after burning down <laughs> somebody's sister's grave site. There ain't like no. There ain't no one nothing like that. It was hey, I eliminate you out of out of Royal Rumble. Out of a fucking Royal Rumble. And then like we have a, and then we fight. Great. What what character? What storytelling? Yeah. Um, and the match talk. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the Singh brothers. Now, this is an example of good finessing right here. We had to yes. we had to show both sides because these guys <laughs> literally were nobody. They were out here with me and you, damn near. Yeah, they were the Bollywood boys. Yes, they were the Bollywood boys dancing to the ring out here, jigging on yeah, you boys. Dress like dress like the Indian young boys. Uh, young boys. Yes, and these guys <laughs> got with Jinder Mahal, 
And then they realize, wow, we're in the main event of these of these shows for the title matches. What can we do? We're going to become fucking stars. Like, <laughs> we're, we're going to become the best part of every WWE championship match for <laughs> for damn near half the year. Like, they are shit. The only thing good. Like, they became, like, they took the J&J security thing to a whole new level. It was like, it was like when, uh, they were willing to do anything out yeah, there. Yeah, it was almost like the first person that like they were like they were like okay, y'all are you know y'all doing rock the cradle dunks like all right let's like they pretty much took the whole JJ security thing like yeah let's let's take it between the legs here right like, it, it took it to a whole other level yes yes and the same brothers like and they'll also be getting uh, a nod later in the uh, a nomination later in the uh, One Nation Radio Awards and then Randall Keith Orton. <laughs> I had to say all three names because that's what he did. He we, we because you know who they say all three names for James? Who? Murderers, killers. <laughs> and this guy murdered the WWE Championship or, or was responsible for for the murder of the WWE Championship in several pay-per-view matches. Um so easily Harvey Oswald. Yes, he is Randall Keith Orton. Wow. Rand, Randy Orton Charles par- Booth. Yes. Okay. James Earl Ray and all oh of them. Oh my god. He parlayed an elbow to the head from Brock Lesnar into a Royal Rumble win. Or, excuse me, I I undersold that. He parlayed an elbow to the head that split him wide the fuck open in the main event of SummerSlam from a 265-pound shoot fighter (laughs) to winning the Royal Rumble match and winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. If that ain't finessing, I don't know what it is. So... Those are our nominees for, for, for the finessing award. Man. Where where what are you thinking, James? I'm thinking that we should have had this in our we should have had this category in our life years ago. Yes. Um We yeah. might have to retroactively do that as a segment Boy. for <laughs> Boy. Um Damn. Bro, it's gotta be Brock Lesnar. It it has to be Brock Lesnar. Now I'll say why it has to it, be Brock Lesnar. It, it would have been. I would have. It would have been. It was gonna look like it was a slam dunk for Brock Lesnar before the Styles matches Survivor Series. Bro, he was out here looking True. bad. He was out here looking bad. Like he, like he's lucky. Like the book ends. The book end of his years looks so good. Like where it's like okay, WrestleMania, one of the best five minute matches you'll find. Five five minutes of fury, as you like to call yeah. it. And then the the uh, Styles match. But between that, like, Ooh. like yeah, I, I guess I'm about to say it again. The meat was trash, but the balls was excellent. <laughs> So, so I, don't, I don't know where this came from, man. But apparently, this is my thing now. Yes. So yeah, like it was, it was, it was bad. Um, is there anyone else? It was bad. Randy Orton. Mm. I mean, you could say Randy Orton finesse these things, but Randy Orton is a legend in the business. So maybe that was the reason. You know, what, I mean, but like Lesnar's a but Lesnar are a legend too. Correct. They put their ass correct. In too. You're right. And then You're right. A, Shame it, man. The audacity for him to think he could wrestle with AJ Styles yeah, at WrestleMania. Billion, I heard potato and people was shooting. Yeah, like it's Shane. Like I would say Shane, it could be going to anybody. Like this list is great. Like anybody, all deserving winners. Yes, all deserving all winners. Deserving. That's right. I'm I think that's what we said. It was when, no, we said it was all of them. Oh, that's right. We did as a joke. Everyone yeah, won I'm, this this yeah, category. Yeah, I'm gonna say Shane though. Yeah. I'm gonna say Shane. So so I, I'll say Lesnar. Uh, Jane says Shane, but really they're all winners. Yeah, they're all because winners. you know, you know, finesse. Shane got her cutting promos when he's out here punch drunk, getting his lines and shit. Got a pause. Look, forever. ain't no downside to finessing. 
So like, they need to pull up. Why don't he run all of the uh, throws underneath a CT scan and see what they find? Jesus. Um, but yeah, man, that's gonna wrap up part one of oh, our. Okay. okay. If you told me Shane was still concussed from when uh, from when uh, Roman Reigns speared him at Survivor Series uh, last year, I still I believe you. Still concussed. What about when they threw him through that glass window <laughs> of that car? Oh uh, yeah. Or how about this? How about when he's out here doing the uh, jumping off the hell of the cell two times in the span of two years? Yes. Over 20, 20 foot falls. This man's about fifty years old. Why would you do this? Unbelievable. No, look, nobody has ever uh, no. ever gotten more out of two jumps. No, that was that man's a thrill seeker out there. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's gonna wrap up part one of our One Nation Radio Awards. We will be back, and I will tell you guys the awards that we have coming soon. The nominees you'll have to tune in for. So, um, come, he's in the list. Don't even give him nominees. He's giving the list. Oh yeah, the list of the awards. So no nominees. Um, so we will have the Vince Russo, the newly named Vince Russo, who booked this shit award. We will have the gimmick of the year, which is the best vehicle towards getting over. We have the WWE pay-per-view slash network special match of the year. We have the WWE pay-per-view of the year. We have a absolutely loaded category in the TV match of the year from the main roster. We have the non-main roster match of the year. We have the Die Rocky Die Failure of the Year, which is the worst long-term direction of the year. We have the Single Top Moment of the Year Award, the Success of the Year, and the Best Award of them all, the IWC Award, which has become a hallmark of the One Nation Radio Awards. So, if you are disappointed that you didn't hear us talk much about Jinder Mahal today, if you are... Oh yeah, just wait. Just wait. Uh, it, you know, if you wanted us to to talk about some of the great matches, you know that that went on there in a year, just wait. If you want to talk about like the best moments on on TV, like in further detail, just just wait. We'll get to it. Yeah. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, make sure you guys check out the rest of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Um, I will be doing an appearance on Keeping It Strong Style, which will be uh, released on Tuesday, previewing Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Fun show. Um, make sure you guys check out the Ricky and Clive wrestling show. Those guys have been putting in work, dropping you know just show after show. I'm like, I refresh my phone. Whoa, we got some, we got some new heat for, we got some new heat from the Scott. So you know, uh, and shouts out to the SMC podcast. We'll be back after the holidays. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Make sure you guys rate everything high. We're everywhere essentially now. Thanks, thanks to Jeremy, uh, making sure we're, we're out here. You know. Laying uh, our mark down in these trees. But I'm going to wrap this shit up now because I'm just kind of rambling. But, um, (laughs) yeah, that was the first part of the One Nation Radio Awards. We will be back with part two. We've never done it into two parts before. So part two is going to be really good. Trust me. Later. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line. 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 